Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Azrin here, owner of the Calgary Language Nerds, and welcome to today's podcast episode. What I'd like to do today is answer two questions from Amber. Amber is subscribed to my newsletter where I share lots of language learning advice. And so if you're not subscribed to that and you'd like to, please visit azrin.substack.com. That's A Z or Z R E N dot substack.com. So Amber's first question is the following She says, How do you balance having fun? and working through discomfort when learning a language. When learning a language, obviously, it's important to be enjoying the process. That is very important. But at the same time, as Amber's clearly pointed out, when you're learning a language, you often have to do things that make you uncomfortable. For example, maybe you're someone who finds it nerve-wracking to talk to another person in the language you're learning. And so booking a private lesson or going to a language exchange event might be very uncomfortable for you, even though doing so would be very good for your learning. So what do we do about this? How do we balance the fun and discomfort? Well, I'll share a couple of things. For me, on the discomfort side of things, I do things that make me uncomfortable that I think are worth it. So even though it makes me uncomfortable, I feel like it's definitely worth it. I'll give you an example. I am someone who has loneliness creeping in the back of my mind. And so when I travel abroad to learn another language, even though it's very uncomfortable to talk to strangers, go to language exchange events, try to meet new people, go out of my way to practice with individuals, make mistakes, make a fool of myself. You know, when I'm doing all that, it's very uncomfortable for me. But because I have loneliness creeping in the back of my mind, it's worth stepping out of my comfort zone because there's the possibility of making a friend. Does that make sense? So when you're doing things that are uncomfortable, for me, what's helped me is to make sure the thing I'm doing is something that to me feels worth it. The second thing I'll mention is you don't always have to be doing things that are uncomfortable. You don't have to spend 100% of your time learning a language in uncomfortable ways. You can spend a significant percentage of your time doing things that you find enjoyable. And you could learn as a byproduct of doing things that are engaging for you. For example, maybe you love music. Well, you could learn a language primarily through music or to use or or use music as a tool to learn another language. Maybe you're someone who is super extroverted and loves to meet new people. Well, then you can put yourself in situations where you're meeting new people that speak the language you're trying to learn and you learn a language as a byproduct of learning all these new people. Maybe you're someone who loves to read. Well, you can use reading, you can read different material, different things as a way to learn another language. You could structure, essentially what I'm trying to say is you can learn a language in a way that is highly enjoyable for you and you can learn as a byproduct, as a byproduct of doing things that you already enjoy. That's obviously the ideal. So in summary, what I would say is Try to do as many things as you possibly can that are enjoyable or at least engaging for you that supplement your learning, that help you to progress. But when you are, when you have to do things that are actually uncomfortable, that push you out of your comfort zone, well, try to find a way to do it in a way that is meaningful to you. Because that way it's uncomfortable, but at least you're like, well, there's a very deep seated reason as to why I'm doing this. And so, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I, feel like this is something I absolutely have to do, need to do, etc. Okay. Um, there's more I can say on that topic, but I think that's a nice place to wrap that up and move on to Amber's second question. 
Um, Amber wants to know here, uh, what I do, uh, hang on, I'm just going to read it to you exactly here. She says, what do you do to solve cultural misunderstandings? So when you talk to someone who comes from a different cultural background, often there are going to be misunderstandings and possibly even conflict that arises between the two of you due to some kind of a cultural difference. So the first thing I'll say is I don't have a ton that I can say on this topic, but I'll share a few things based on my experiences. The first thing is I always try to listen and observe. I try to listen and observe before passing judgment. Here's an example. Um, I went to Beijing back in 2015. I was a beginner in Mandarin at the time. Prior to going to Beijing, I had a language exchange partner who was helping me practice Mandarin. I was helping her practice English. She was helping me practice Mandarin. By coincidence, she also happened to live in Beijing. So naturally, when I arrived in Beijing, we met up in person. We hung out approximately, I think it was three times maybe, while I was there in Beijing. The second, I, if I remember correctly, the second time that we hung out, um, we were walking outside and she linked arms with me, meaning we're walking and she grabbed my arm gently. So we're walking arm in arm. Now, to me, this was very unusual behavior because we were friends. And for me, if you're walking arm in arm, it probably means you are a couple. Or, and to be honest with you, even arm in arm as a couple is a little bit bizarre to me because typically, at least in my experience, when there's couples, they might walk hand in hand, not necessarily arm in arm. Does that make sense? So I, w I thought that was unusual behavior. But before passing judgment... I thought, or before even, not even judgment, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the right word, before, uh, let's use judgment, before passing any judgment, good or bad, or neutral, I thought to myself, let me actually observe to see what's going on. Let me watch other people around me. Let me see where this goes, because maybe in Beijing, it's common for friends to walk arm in arm. Maybe that's actually a cultural difference. Maybe that's weird for me, but normal here. You know, if you go to India, for example, men will, friends that are men that are friends will often hold hands. It's not uncommon to see, walk down the street, to walk down the street and see two men or three men or four men walking in a line holding hands. And they're just friends. So I thought maybe in Beijing, there's something like that here. Now, it turns out that she did actually like me and she thought that we're dating. There, it, that was what was actually happening. But I didn't jump to the conclusion right away. I stopped and observed first and wanted to see if truly this the situation I'm seeing, if it truly is what I think it is or if there's something else going on because of a cultural difference. Does that make sense? So as a summary, as a summary here, when there is any kind of cultural misunderstanding or cultural conflict even, my first go-to is to pay attention, observe what's going on, listen, maybe even ask questions before passing judgment. Now, as a final little aside, then we'll wrap today's podcast up. Um, I want to talk about this word judgment. I, you might have heard me a few, a few minutes ago question if that was the right word. I think when people think of judgment, they think judgment is negative. Not everybody, but I think some people hear the word judgment and they might think it's negative. If you judge someone or judge a situation, that's bad. We have sayings, for example, don't judge a book by its cover, right? Don't judge 
right? But actually, I don't necessarily think judgment is always a bad thing, or rather, depending on how you define the word judgment, I don't think it's always a bad thing. So for instance, when I was using the word judgment in uh, the, the context of that girl linking arms with me, when I was saying judgment, I was literally saying, making a judgment call if she thinks we're dating or she thinks we're friends or something else is going on. Just a judgment call. Not making a judgment against her personally or against the Chinese culture. Does that make sense? All right. Well, let's wrap this up here. I hope you guys liked uh, today's podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your morning, day, afternoon, evening, whatever it is. Uh, subscribe to my email newsletter if you have not already. You can do so by going to azren.substack.com. That's A-Z or Z-R-E-N.substack.com. I have lots of fun, interesting personal updates there, as well as lots of language learning advice. All right. Have a great day and we'll chat soon. Bye-bye.